0: Welcome Wombat Folk and Trolls, Sorcerers and Orcs to Rated RPG, the fantasy role-playing podcast where we toss dice and have fun adventures with our friends. This is the Valley of Green Gold, Episode 10. Previously on Rated RPG, our four player characters finally came together. Our professional wrestler, Bunny, met the sorceress Silbeth, who was waiting to board the ship to Crow Island with her partner's body in a casket. Silbeth is taking her lover Turley's body to her parents who live on Crow Island. Bunny is leaving for New Frontiers after being shunned by the wrestling industry on the mainland. Meanwhile, Wendell the wombat folk wizard runs into Clubhead, a fungal construct druid near the docks. But Wendell lacks the money for a ticket, and the Harbormaster won't let Clubhead on the ship because he's a construct, and constructs have been going off killing people lately. As Bunny and Silbeth board the ship and learn to be cannoneers, the other two opt to smuggle themselves aboard. Clubhead hides in a ration barrel, and Wendell hides in Turley's coffin, secured inside when Clubhead puts his padlock on the casket. When Silbeth goes down below decks to check on Turley's coffin the next morning, she finds this lock and hears Wendell fiddling about with his poop cubes inside. She calls out thinking that somehow Turley's still alive. Wendell chooses to deceive Silbeth into believing that he's Turley from beyond the grave and that a wombat folk has been left for her as a gift. Sylbeth, in her grief and sorrow, believes Wendell's lie, enlisting Bunny to help her smash Clubhead's lock off the casket, which gets Clubhead to reveal himself he pops out of his barrel to keep his lock from being destroyed. The party is at a tense impasse, lies have been told, and Sylbeth's emotions are heightened, increasing the risk of a wild magic surge. For now, Sylbeth believes Wendell, and at
1: least for the moment, everyone seems to be getting along ice cold did i hear that you're writing letters to your parents
2: yeah so uh long story less long i kind of got bamboozled i wanted to be the greatest wrestler of all time i still plan to but i broke kayfabe to save my parents life and now i got kicked out and i'm on the run i can't become a legend where we're leaving so yeah i want to write to my parents let them know i'm okay because i need to get a chance to say goodbye
1: I like your ambition here here's one of my personal cubes he hands you a poop cube do
2: I can I tell us a poop cube or am I just thinking because I'm already getting a weird berry from a
0: clubhead Weird berry no good mushroom <laughs> <laughs> okay how many good mushrooms
3: do, do you make up to 10 berries yeah, I think it's d10. okay. Six and I already ate one, so I uh and I I have five more. One of them's going to ice cold.
0: Okay, this cube, uh, give me a perception check, Dion. Perception check for the poop cube. It's gonna be like a two. 19. This is poop,
2: <laughs> my favorite ABC show. Um, <laughs> I, I look at it and because you know, sometimes it's about the gesture, so I'm like, Wendell... My- <laughs> Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, I rip off a bit of my like fringe on one of my elbows and I I take the cube and I wrap it up like, I'm gonna put this with all my most precious belongings.
1: You'll find it's very useful.
2: I believe it is. I'm just gonna put it with all my other useful items, but
1: thank you. I need to do some writing myself. So if you don't mind, I'd love to join you uh, in your cabin. (laughs) I need to pen some things as well.
2: Heck yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah.
0: And with that, Bunny and Wendell head back to Bunny's cabin. Silbeth, what do you do? Do you stay with Turley's coffin? Even though Clubhead
4: unlocked the casket, I still realize, well, that means that he locked his friend in with my lover in the first place. Uh, So that just compounds my suspicion. So... Yes, I'm. I'm gonna spend all my time staying by the coffin.
0: And Clubhead, did you, did you say you you're getting back in the uh, rations barrel? Well, I did, but then you know, ice cold,
3: sort of like pulled me out of there, and then uh, I'm kind of warming up to these people. Initially I just didn't want to have anything to do with them, but uh, they're being very, very friendly, which I'm surprised by.
5: Aren't you
4: guys stowaways though? Aren't you stowaways?
3: Yeah, but it, it seems like Wendell and Ice Cold, do you want to be called Ice Cold, or do you want to be called like Monsoon or like...
2: What? Um, I'm pretty sure I said, hey, uh, I went Ice Cold to slap Monsoon, and then I said, or Bunny. I'm pretty sure that's how I did it. Alright,
3: well then I'll call you Bunny, if that's what oh, you said. Oh, yeah. So Bunny and Wendell Wendell are, are like heading out, right? Yes. Bunny and Wendell are heading back to the, uh, you know, the upper deck part of the ship. Clubhead is going to stay here because he's
0: still not quite. He doesn't trust all the other people up above. I want Clubhead to give me an insight check. 18. Based on your previous experience in the streets of Baxter when you came out of the sewer you assume if you reveal yourself to the other people on the ship first of all you are a stowaway secondly you look janky so yeah they're gonna be a little freaked out I mean it was pretty evident Bunny was freaked out by you also now Silbeth is sitting down by the casket and just watching the barrel that you're in
3: Not just
4: watching, I'm just
3: staring at it. (laughs) Clubhead will peek his head out of the barrel and say, Um, Silbeth, uh, Is there something wrong? Yes, you stay
5: away from Turley, you thing. Turley's the one in the casket, yeah?
4: Yes. I saw your kind when I was young and it was not pleasant.
5: My kind? But we're one of a kind. There's no one else like us.
4: Well, they were moving things made of wood. And I saw that you locked up your friend with my lover. You just stay away.
0: Did Silbeth not believe, though, that Turley gave you the wombat?
4: Oh, that is actually a good point. I still don't understand, then, why this thing apparently put a lock on my lover's coffin.
0: Yeah. So you're still sitting with the reality that you really do believe, against all odds... That Turley gave you the wombat folk. Right. And so that sits okay with you. But having this lock that clearly came from Clubhead because he had the key, that does strike you as odd. Why did you lock up the coffin?
5: Um, well, because Wendell needed to be safe. But Wendell wasn't there. Yes, he was. Wendell helped us sneak aboard the ship, and so we locked him in the casket to be safe.
4: But Turley sent Wendell. Give me an insight check, Brad.
0: <laughs>
4: Nine. Yeah,
0: that's very confusing. <laughs> Jesus!
4: <laughs> Turley told me that she sent him
5: to me. Well, um, that was actually Wendell. We believe he was lying to you. Why would he do that, though? We're not really sure, but Wendell probably had his reasons. Look, we could be friends, Silbeth. We don't want any trouble. We won't go anywhere near your corpse. Friend? I
4: think you're lying. Oh. You're lying to me. Um. You're not my friend. We could be friends. I... How could we become friends? You need to prove to me that I can trust you. I'm not just going to be your friend because you ask me.
5: Oh. Oh. Well, uh, you're not gonna be our friend either.
0: You have to prove yourself to us. That's how it should be. Okay, then. <laughs> so with that tense energy pervading the relationship, such as it is between Silbeth and Clubhead, Wendell and Bunny, you're heading up toward the uh, upper decks of the ship where all the people are. What do you what do you do
1: about being a stowaway, Wendell? Well, now, wait a second because I was gonna have a conversation with Bunny about this. Uh, hey, Mr. The Slab, can you pretend that I'm your pet? I I believe I, I can do that. A lot of people up uh, on the ship, they might not like me, uh, because maybe um, I wasn't supposed to be on the ship originally.
2: Yeah, I, I was surprised when you were in the whole casket thing, but...
1: All right, yeah. I can act like a legit wombat, and you, if you, uh, you know, just pet me a little bit, it'll be a little shameful, but I could accept it if um, no one knows that I'm a stowaway and I'm just your uh, pet that you brought on in, in your bag.
2: The good news is the captain had saw my previous match where the guy I fought had a tiger, so uh, you could be like my wrestling pet. For this moment yeah
1: yes yes I'm your I'm your yeah I'm your good luck uh, wrestling pet
2: <laughs> Your ice cold Wendell the wombat yeah okay
0: that's right. <laughs> so as you and the wombat head up to the upper deck Captain Harska sees you and she sees that you've got this wombat next to you Wendell are you you're not walking on
1: your hind feet are you? No I was thinking that he would be carrying me.
2: Yeah, I was assuming you were gonna be on my
1: shoulder yeah if the, if he can balance me up on his shoulder okay and if oh and if they say anything about uh, my clothes just say you like to dress me up because it's funny
2: <laughs> yeah it's a part of the the act
1: yep captain Harska looks at you bunny and says
0: ah there there he is there's ice cold oh what do you got there friend oh
2: see you' know, I feel like you missed my one of my previous matches huh I've always had kind of a like pet with me, he, he hikes me up when I, you know, when I go ice cold mode, he's the one who puts me in ice cold mode. This is uh Wendell, the uh monsoon wombat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait till you see us in action as a duo. Tag team champions.
0: Give me a deception check with advantage.
2: With advantage deal. uh My deception is not great, but let's see what we get. An 11, 14 with advantage. Okay.
0: She likes you. So even if she is a little curious why she didn't see this wombat until now, uh, she kind of just lets it slide. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, you know, we we have more than enough rations because we don't have a ton of people on the ship. So, uh, yeah, sure. You can have a wombat on the boat. That's fine.
1: I smile at her sweetly and make wombat sounds. What do wombat sound like? You tell me. Uh whip, Oh, oh! How adorable! He makes like a little whoop,
0: weep, weep weep sound. That's (laughs) nice. As you know, those are
2: classic wombat noises. So everything's on the up and up.
0: Awesome, awesome. Meanwhile, down below decks, Silbeth and Clubhead have reached sort of a standoff point where they're both. Well, Silbeth is highly suspicious of Clubhead, but over the course of the day, I mean, what do you do? Do you just stay below decks, Silbeth?
4: Yeah, unless I'm called to work or have to use the
0: facilities, I will be staying there, yes. The captain doesn't want to have to ask you to do anything because she feels guilty. So over the course of the next few days, you are just allowed to exist down there and you don't really have to help out with much. While there certainly could have been pirate attacks or bad weather or sea monsters, you make the first nine days half of the journey without event. Until, on a nice sunny day, the captain yells to the crew, All hands on deck! Oh, boy. Do we hear it down in the uh, cargo hold? Yeah, some other crew members shout down into the cargo hold to to rally anyone who's below decks.
3: Okay. Uh, By the way, over the past few days, Jason, uh, Clubhead has been spreading his family around as much as possible. (laughs)
0: That white, wispy, hairy-like film, that mycelium is how you spread yourself into things like food or dry rations. Yeah. So the inside of this barrel is just a mass of this white, thin, white, hairy, spidery web material that's sort of like invaded the entirety of this barrel. Just like home. It's very nice. And then that the cry to come on deck happens.
3: And so uh, Clubhead pops his head out of the barrel again and looks over, is Sylbeth still there? Yes, she
5: is. (sighs) You. You.
3: Well, you gonna go upstairs or what? You first. Okay. Clubhead will climb out of the barrel and start sneaking his way towards the stairs because he's just really curious and bored at this point
4: and I'm will. uh, i gonna keep my distance following him. I will not go up the stairs until he goes up first.
3: I'm gonna use guidance and then just try to make a stealth check. I don't wanna be seen, but I wanna see what's happening.
0: Okay, I got a 15. With a 15, you're able to sneak up the stairs without making a big scene of yourself, and there is something that the people on the upper decks are looking at. In fact, Bunny and uh, Wendell, you guys have been up on the upper decks where the air is fresh and the sunlight is bright, you can see a large, dark mass on the surface of the water. Some of the crew members are talking amongst themselves, and one of them says, That's a whale, that is. We gotta stop and get the oil from the whale.
2: All right, how do you get oil from a whale?
0: Well, that's a messy process, but... uh we uh, pull up next to it and uh lash the whale to the ship and then we lower down onto the whale and we cut into the whale and then we chop through the skull and then we get down in there and we dig the whale oil out with a bucket.
2: Uh, okay. Uh <laughs> Alright, Captain. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. Wendell says he's down to climb inside of a whale skull also.
0: Oh, great. Well, he's very small. That would be uh, the best option, I think. I'll let the, capt- I'll let the captain know. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay. Well, Wendell, you make all these noises that are, what are you trying to, can you whisper something to Bunny? I don't want to
1: go inside the whale. That's, that's insane.
2: <laughs> Man, I, look, it's too late. How about this? Um, I'll try to go in so you don't have to, but I might be too big, dude. <laughs>
0: Captain Harska comes walking over. Hey, I've heard that uh, your wombat is eager to crawl down into the dead whale body and, and root down into its head and get the whale oil out. That's fantastic. I didn't know you could train a wombat to do such things. You wouldn't
2: believe how smart this wombat is. It's almost like uh, he's got a, a mind of his own. Woop Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. That's him agreeing with, with this whole thing, yeah? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wonderful. So this is also what you, uh, Silbeth and Clubhead witness as you approach the top of the stairs. Silbeth keeping your distance from Clubhead enough, but you can still hear what's going on. Do you offer any additional uh, interjection? I say sometimes it is
4: necessary to use what nature gives us to our advantage. I will help in any
3: way. Clubhead, you hear Silbeth say that. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I would agree with that. But, like, I I don't want to be seen, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know how I could get involved in this uh, without them freaking the hell out.
0: Well, as the ship rolls up close to this whale carcass, Uh, Yeah, there are big chunks taken out of the whale's uh, blubber because sharks and other predatory fish are chomping on it. One of the sailors, who seems to be sure-footed, jumps down and gets a rope, uh, stabs a big meat hook through the side of the whale carcass, and then they're able to lash it to the side of the ship. And uh, Captain Harska says, You know, whale oil is very expensive, and and if we can get the ambergris, the the special stinky stuff from inside the whale's like brain cavity, if we can get that, oh man, we're gonna we're gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, uh, Bunny, if you can talk your wombat into getting down there and uh, and using his claws maybe to dig down into the whale's skull, that'd be great.
2: Um, of
0: course. Let me just give
2: my pal a pep talk. I go over just a little bit away, so they can't. Th- uh, dude, I don't. I don't know if I can get you out of this. Can, can you? Can you go get the, the ambergris out of the brain? I. I know. Listen, I, I. did not expect you to have to do a lobotomy on a dead well. That was not my intention when we walked upstairs. But we're here now. Um, if you do this, I guarantee you'll never have to climb on a brain again.
1: Well, um, as it turns out, I'm actually particularly suited to be. Uh, removing parts of a brain from a giant whale, so I, I can do it.
2: Oh, thank you. You were born for this. This destiny. You were always meant to get in this whale's head. Uh, I look over at the captain. My- Wendell is as-, as ready as he'll ever be. Prepare to be amazed at how good he is at climbing in heads.
0: <laughs> One of the crew members ties a rope around your waist, Wendell. Are you wearing your hat, by the way? Yes, always. Okay, so you've got
1: your patchwork top hat on. Maybe actually I'll hand it to uh to Bunny for cuz I'm probably going to get a little greasy. <laughs>
2: I, I got your hat pal. Um is, is he close or like how like do I need to chuck him at the whale is what I'm wondering. I'm not sure how close. Okay.
0: The whale's lashed to the ship, so he's just going to be lowered down gently by rope.
2: As he's being lowered, you you got this. Whip whip whip. Weep, weep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you get down onto the surface of the whale, and uh, yeah, there's, there's a nice spot right there, and some of the crew members are like, yeah, dig right there, little guy. Dig right down right where you're standing. Weep, weep.
1: Give me a claw attack. Four slashing damage, 18 to hit. All right, you rip into this dead whale and uh, the
0: blubber and the flesh are flying as you're digging like you would dig into the ground, and it's remarkably similar. Uh, The blubber gives way really well to your claws. It stinks so bad, but that's beside the point. You're making progress. People on the ship are cheering you on because they've never seen this happen before, and this
1: is exciting. <laughs> Give me another
0: attack roll. Yeah,
1: I show off a little bit, and I use a butt attack.
0: Oh my god! Okay. Oops.
1: <laughs> what, what'd you get? Five.
0: Yeah, you slam your butt into the whale, and it's blubber, so it just kind of jiggles your blubbery butt back. Uh, it's like a like a, a feedback loop, right? It's a blah, 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 blah. And ineffective, but it looks, but it looks, it looks great though. (laughs) Looks hilarious. Yes. Give me an investigation check. Oh, only a 10. Well, there is a skull inside this. Maybe you'll have to use your butt to slam through the skull because skulls are made of bone, right? So uh, you continue digging with your claws and eventually, yeah, you do get to the skull. Give me another butt attack.
1: Five, I'm just not doing well with the butt today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so slippery. The blubber's starting to melt in the sun, and the waves are crashing against the side of the whale. And Give me a dexterity saving throw, because this is starting to get a little difficult to uh, to hang on to. Fourteen. Good thing you got claws. You don't fall off the whale. Bunny and uh, Silbeth, Silbeth and, and, and Clubhead too, you guys hear, oh, he's having trouble getting through the skull.
2: Hey, Wendell! You remember our uh, two-pronged drill attack? You got to lead with your claws. The booty don't work. Repeat, the booty don't work. (laughs) Whoop whoop (laughs) whoop.
0: Give me a claw attack with advantage. 19. Hey. All right. The claws dig into the skull and you're able to, to crack through it. Your fur, by the way, is just completely covered with blood and gore as you tunnel your way into the skull of this whale. The stench is remarkably bad. Weep, weep. And you find yourself about waist deep in whale oil. <laughs> they lower a bucket down to you. You clean out as much of the whale oil as you can. There's the big stinky wad of greasy ambergris. What do you do with that? Stick it in the bucket.
1: Put it in the bucket. bucket. What is ambergris exactly?
0: It's like, a. It, they would use it in perfumes. It's like a, a greasy, I think it's like pituitary gland goo. I, I'm to, to be honest, somebody should look that up because I'm, <laughs> I'm woefully uh, unaware of exactly what constitutes ambergris. It actually originates in the intestines of the sperm whale. Oh, geez. You're going to have to dig deeper then. God damn it, Emery. Stop looking shit up. <laughs> Give me another claw attack as you continue to burrow deeper into the whale. 18. Ah, uh, the gore, and the now you're in its intestines, and there's uh, just all the krill that's ever been half digested. You're covered in it. Boop, boop, boop. And uh, yes, you do eventually find the ambergris. Get it in the bucket. They haul you up. You're just stink right down to your core. Every ounce of you is just loaded with stench. Boop, boop. Guys. Give it up for Wendell! <laughs> Everyone on the ship applauds loudly.
3: <laughs> Yay, good Wendell! And then having realized I said that out loud, slap my hand over my mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah, about half the people that were cheering for Wendell turn and see you, and some of them are downright horrified. What is that, Captain Harska? Oh my god, Captain Harska, what is that beast? What is that thing? Oh my god. Silbeth, you're standing right, uh, you know, a few feet away from Clubhead. (laughs) What do you do?
4: I say, it is a very questionable construct who does unseemly
0: things. A construct? A construct aboard the ship? That's bad luck. One of the dwarves, who's uh, inexplicably drunk again, (laughs) vomits (laughs) off the side of the ship onto the dead whale. The other dwarves are stumbling. A construct? We can't have a construct on the ship. Lower the life raft. And the captain says, Whoa, everyone, just calm down. Calm down. (laughs) What are you? Um,
5: we are, um, we are, uh, a helper. We we help
0: things, yeah? Give me a persuasion check. Uh, I got an 11. Not bad. She holds her hand up to the rest of the crew and she says, "Easy. Easy. This isn't like any construct I've seen. There's something different about this one. We 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 don't hurt things."
3: I, I definitely try to keep my dead cat bag behind my back.
1: <laughs> I get on all fours. I'm I'm on all fours and I run up to him and I sniff him. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like the hero, right? Because I just got all the ambergris out of the intestines. So I run up to him and I sniff him. Sure. And then and then I lick him and I look like I accept him. I pet the gory wombat on the head and say,
5: oh, "That's a good wombat."
2: Okay. <laughs> As he's doing that, I say. Wendell, uh, he has a nose for creatures that mean no harm. Look at this. Look at our, he saved the dead. If Wendell trusts him, we can all trust him. There's proof's in the pudding.
4: How does Silbeth feel about all of this? Silbeth is kind of trying to read the the room and, uh, is just going to kind of stay silent right for the moment. Who amongst you has the best
3: persuasion? Probably Silbeth, I would guess. Not me. Definitely not me.
0: I've got a
2: plus four to it. It's you. <laughs> oh, God, yeah.
0: Silbeth, you feel like if this is going to go well for Clubhead especially, you're going to have to speak up on their behalf.
3: All right. C- Clubhead looks over at Silbeth uh, with pleading, a pleading look on his face.
4: Like I, I don't, I don't want him to get kicked off per se, because I know he's
3: friends already
4: with some of the people I have accepted as friends. So I will say, well, he did
0: help me at one point. Okay, give me a persuasion check. Twenty four. <gasps> <Whoa. laughs> oh, what an effective lukewarm acceptance! What, oh, what an effective <laughs> statement! Oh my god, <laughs> sold it so well. <laughs> but it was enough. It was enough. <laughs> I couldn't get get myself to say anything more positive. (laughs) And the crew looks to Captain Harska to get a sense for how they should handle this situation. Wendell seems to be cool with the construct, and Bunny said that wombats are really good judges of character. So to a superstitious sailor, that kind of tracks. And even though your words weren't impassioned, Silbeth, they seem to have made a big difference. Ever since you met Captain Harska, she's been empathetic toward you. She has some kind of connection. Maybe she lost someone recently, and so she was sincere when she swore she would take excellent care of the coffin. She hasn't asked you at all to help out so far on this journey, and she doesn't know about Wendell being in the coffin or any of that stuff. So when she hears you say these slightly positive things about Clubhead, she takes them to heart. Right. She says to her crew, all right, you heard the woman. The construct is okay and you can almost hear the crew breathe a sigh of relief that they don't have to throw anyone overboard. <laughs> and the mood becomes almost joyful as the crew members remember that thanks to Wendell, the hero Wombat, they've scored some whale oil and ambergris, so they might be making a little extra money on this trip. Collectively, you guys are in the good graces of Captain Harska and her crew, but you guys still have to work some stuff out, I think. Let me ask you this, Emery, what are Clubhead's feelings towards Silbeth? Silbeth sort
3: of reminded Clubhead of the other people that Clubhead had interacted with so far. Like everybody, just kind of is really suspicious, and Silbeth was sort of falling into that same sort of pattern. Uh, so it's less that Clubhead really hates Silbeth or is like scared Silbeth or doesn't trust Silbeth. It's more that like, oh, she's just another one of those people who doesn't like me.
0: Likewise, what are Silbeth's thoughts on Clubhead? Silbeth has seen Clubhead sort of uh help out
4: a little bit uh so i think she's her ice cold attitude towards them has melted a little bit but uh you know she still has that history where some lizard folk attacked her settlement when she was young uh using similar constructs uh so she still has that innate sort of fear and mistrust,
0: but it's maybe melting a little bit. Yeah, there is still some tension there, but over the rest of your journey, that tension eases a little bit. Silbeth still believes Wendell's deceptions, and Wendell has to spend the rest of the trip pretending he is a pet wombat. Clubhead, you are allowed to stay on the ship, of course, but you're not asked to be a part of the crew or anything. They'd prefer you just stand in a corner and stay out of everyone's way. Over the next eight days, you have remarkably good fortune. Not only is the weather perfect for sailing with a wind at your back, but there are no pirate attacks, no sea monsters, nothing to slow your travel or impede you in any way. And on one bright, sunny morning, one of the sailors in the crow's nest shouts, Land Ahoy! You see on the horizon an island. This island has mountains on the far end of it. And there's, looks like a swampy area to the south. As you approach, you see a large bay inlet. There's a large forest on the north end of this island. This is Crow Island. And this is where you will find the Valley of Green Gold. And that is episode 10 of the Valley of Green Gold. If you've enjoyed the first 10 episodes, help us grow our audience. You can do that by giving us five stars give us a good rating, a good review on whichever podcast platform you listen to rated RPG. A positive review on Apple podcasts is hugely helpful. Can't We can't overstate that. Another way to support the show is through Patreon. And you can do that at $5 a month, like our friends, Mick and Daddy, Sean Henry and Nick from five entertainment or at $10 a month, your remains will be placed lovingly into our bucket of friends like Igor Vakich, who was recently at a professional restaurant wrestling. wrestling event where a tiger got loose and chewed his ass right up. There was nobody there to help because apparently if you do that, you get kicked out of professional wrestling. Sorry, Igor. At $15 a month, you'll be an honorary member of the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, like HD Burke, John W. Mangrum, and Random.Guy. We will be sending out the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade membership certificates and new GPB stickers soon for all of our Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade members. Thank you to our Merchant Harbor Gazette tier. Everyone at that tier and higher gets a cool rated RPG t-shirt, like Weary Traveler, GBS Trek, Spidey Mouse, and Super Justin 64. Our grand duchies are awesome duke jason and duke's turtle and crow are going to provide some rolls on the table of potentially decent random stuff and thank you to lord deputy chris fail making it possible for me bay beachside estates to commence building it's been a real boon for the merchant harbor economy on behalf of everyone around ye old gaming table thank you for enjoying the rated rpg podcast
2: weep blah, blah, blah.
5: woop.